whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We're here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy some of the finest man-made creations on Earth, whiskey. Brent. Scott, what's happening? It is time to venture across the pond. Ooh. Not the, not the short pond, the long pond. I think there's probably crossing several bodies of water. Yeah. Well, actually, no, we're, wait. We're going I guess across you're right. a couple. If you, go, if you go west, not- if you go west... You're pretty much. It's it's just yeah, it's just the Pacific. Yeah. It's a big one. It's a big one. But it's 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 a, it's a body of water that is large. We're gonna go to Japan, so we're gonna fi- we're gonna finally taste some Japanese whiskey on the show. I don't think we've ever done any Japanese whiskey yet. Fuck, not that I, not that I know of. We've we've had Japanese whiskey. We've drank it in the speakeasy, but we have not talked about it. So tonight we're gonna be drinking some Nobushi, mm. which is a blended uh, Japanese whiskey from. Uh, Kiyokawa Company. They blend uh, a very a variety of different uh, whiskeys from Japan, and then uh, one of the more famous ones, Nika Nika Coffee Malt Whiskey, and that is from the uh, the Nika Whiskey Distillery, which is one of the more famous ones. The, one of the two big ones, Nika and Suntory, that everyone knows of. So, um, Brent, what do you want to start with? Um, let's start with Nabushi. Nabushi. Okay. Nobushi. Now, this is a, it's a fun bottle. So, this is blended Japanese whiskey. It, it comes from the Miyagi and Nagano districts of Japan. Uh, they essentially buy, distill it, and then age it in uh, American oak casks for three to four years. So, it's uh, they, they basically buy them, buy the distillate, and then make and kind of blend their own whiskey to a flavor. It's a fun bottle. It's kind of short, stubby. It's got a screw top, which is, you know, nothing bad about that. I guess it keeps it fresher than a cork top, um, but it's got a it's got a Japanese samurai. The Nobushi were an order of elite warriors who descended from the samurai after the uh, the feudal era, and they kind of they kind of handed down the samurai teachings uh, from the old generation to the new. So, like, have you ever watched? Um, have you ever watched uh, Last Samurai with uh, with Bruce, Tom Cruise? Uh, clips of it, but couldn't tell you. Yeah, so that's kind of the end of the samurai era. The Nobushi were those kind of modern warriors that kind of kept the, the teachings alive. Hmm. So, uh, kind of so cool. So it actually has, I think it has on the bottle. It's, it's a samurai warrior. Well, the the uh, the writings. I know. Mm-hmm. Is it saying the Nobushi? Turn it this way. I can't see the whole bottle of the picture yeah. I've got. Yeah, it says Nobushi. Says so, yeah, in, in Japanese, it's got the two. I'm looking at like mm-hmm. the, the Japanese translation. So it's crazy though because you talked about the the samurai, but the definition for Nabushi is hermit, mountain aesthetic, and internet priest. In yeah, mountain mountain yeah, dwelling essentially- mountain dwelling robber. <laughs> yeah, essentially, these were these people. Uh, they were descendants from the samurai. They would kind of teach the samurai way, but they would essentially live in the mountains off the grid. I mean, they were they were definitely people that that didn't uh, didn't want to succumb to the way of the way of kind of like you know modern Japan. <clears throat> Interesting. So, this is um, again product three to four years in American oak cask. It's it's blended. Um, as you as you nose it, we'll get right into it. Very floral. I mean, it looks very. It light. looks light. It looks yeah. Straw. It, it's hay, very light. Straw. Yeah. Shade. Maybe I mean light straw at the very 
most you'd say it's gold, but it's it's. No, I I, I definitely call it straw. It's it's light whiskey. Oh man, see. And this is I, I like I do like Japanese. This is where I you know I can still smell the malted barley, but something about this is like very light, very sweet. We we you know funny funny story. We actually tasted some Nika. Uh, malt whiskey uh, in the speakeasy yeah, one we night. we did the one that had like the blend of the upper coast and like the coastal and yep. mountain. Yeah, yeah. You remember that yeah. bottle? It was good. It was good. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't talk we didn't record the show, but we we drank it together. <laughs> um, this one is the Japanese tend to have a lighter palate, so their stuff is naturally more fruity, more floral, more herbal. It is not going to blow you away with, you know, smoke and spices and full-bodied, uh, you know, big, bold whiskeys. It's, it's going to be light. It's going to be fruity, like the Hibiki, like uh, Suntory. Yeah, Toki, Toki's a little harsh because it's kind of eh, weak. But this one is very, very summer, summer fruit. Uh, it's like honeydew melon and cantaloupe. I smell cantaloupe. Lots of flowers. So, a little caramel in there too, but I do get the, I mm-hmm. do get those summer summer fruits. But man, it's kind of crazy because it's almost I don't know if it's just a, a a brain association, but I almost get like a hand soap. It feels like it's hands like feels like. Oh, oh, like fruit, I'm like, like floral it, But it feels soaps. like it has like that kind of, I don't know, something about it's... I can't... It's very flowery. It is, but... Mm. I don't... I don't. I, there's no spice on this. No, there's no, no ethanol. None. It, it, it's bottled at 40%, no, 80 proof. No oak, no spice. No, no, no oak. I mean, you can obviously tell... I mean, I get a little... I mean, I get a little bit of barley grain... Obviously, obviously, yeah. it's all barley, but, but there's uh, a little bit of malted barley in there, but not a lot of grain, not a lot right. of cereal notes. All right, let's give it a try. Let's get it's going to be light. Caramel. Caramel and vanilla on the palate. It tastes like a like a Man, that is too light. <laughs> it's very light. It's almost underwhelming. I'm trying to think like and I'm getting a little I mean I'm getting some I'm not getting like a brown sugar sweetness, but I'm getting a sweetness. So you, I'm getting kind of like a car- like the caramel, car- definitely caramel sweetness. Yeah, it's it's caramel and vanilla is the only thing I get on the palate, but it's it's so light it nothing else shines through. It's like it makes you wonder if this was aged in a barrel. It's got to be a refill barrel. It's got to be a refill barrel. Mm-hmm. Like an ex, it's got to be an ex bourbon, American oak barrel because there's no way that anything and, and, and probably twice used. It's probably been used by Scotland and then brought over to Japan to have this in there. Very light, uh, underwhelming almost. I mean, I get. A, I think I get more. If you even want to call it that. I get more burn, more heat on the, I mean, on the finish after it's out of mm-hmm. your mouth. I get a little bit of, I mean, and it's, I mean, it's a short, light finish too. There's a little bit of like orange on the finish, like orange zest. Um, uh, there's really not much here. <laughs> It's it's really it's hard to work with this one. I mean, there's there's really not a lot of flavor. It's almost like 
it's very watery, and I, I can promise you this is probably chill filtered. Definitely not color added because it's it's light. Average price on this is about forty five dollars. Man, that's I mean that's uh, that's getting into a premium mm -hmm. price tag. Look, this is I don't even know. <laughs> it sounds really weird, but why does this exist? You you, you I, can't. I, I, I'm not sure. You can't. It's. You can't mix it. You can't it. mix it. You don't really want to. You don't it. really want to put it on the rocks because it's gonna go just go no. away. I mean, maybe it's a shooter. I I wouldn't water it down. I, but I, I can mean, think of a hundred other you. things to shoot than than this. Oh yeah. Also, there's there's no there's no burn to this. It's all sweet. It's all fruity. It's floral. There's no there's no there's really no malted. Cereal notes. There's no barley. There's no rye. There's no wheat. It's it's kind of sad. I mean, the, the bottle art's probably the best yeah. thing about this. The name, this the whiskey. name, and the bottle art's the best. Yeah, the name in the bottle. Uh, underwhelming, underwhelming. Hmm. Um. Okay, so uh, I got a lot left in my glass. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about just chugging it, getting it over with, and yeah, just moving. It, this is definitely oh. not something you're gonna. You're. Gonna, it, I bet you this. This needs a pretty bold cigar mm. to yeah, shit to kind of amp this thing up. Just chew on the tobacco leaf. Yeah, it, it, this is gonna need something like like a good cigar, like a, a Maduro cigar, to uh, to really amp this up, to really get the flavors out of it. It, it's just, it, it's a little hint of caramel on the palate. Uh, the finish is light. It goes away. It does not stay with you. It's not a bad sipping whiskey, but I'm not going to sit there and pour this for people. I mean, you look at this thing. I've got water droplets because this the legs on this are so thin. Like, there's, there's not anything to this whiskey. This is heavily watered down. Um... Yeah. <laughs> Little hint of orange zest on the I got finish. I got very very little. I mean I got mm -hmm. I got the summer the light like I feel like it's a very light summer fruit like you got like you talked about kind of on the nose. I got I got mm -hmm. that, but man I, I have no aged fruit, no candied fruit, no No, there's yeah, no, no there's no candied no, caramelized fruit. No burnt no orange, burnt fruit, no, yeah. no caramelized fruit, you know. Light floral finish. That's all I got. Brent, give me a number on this one. It's I just I just kind of finished the rest of my glass, and this was something that if you blind tasted me on this, and you said, "Hey, just just chug it," I don't even I don't even know if I could tell you that there was alcohol in there. <laughs> it's 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 almost too watery. Oh man, let me go see what's the worst I've ever scored anything. OMF OMF <laughs> The worst I have is McAllen Amber. The worst you have is McAllen Amber. At a 50, 57. So, Social still had a seven. I got a seventy on. What did I put? OMFW is a seventy. That was a seventy-four for me. That wasn't. That was. It was young. Man, this is just light. I, I gotta tell you, this is. Uh, it's gonna be in the sixties. This is in the sixties. Um, oh yeah. I'm just gonna tell you. I'm just gonna shoot it down the middle. It's, a it's 60, going. It's going to summer. Sixty-five. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to call this one... You know what? You know, this one ranks right up there with the the Glenfiddich 1963. Oh, God. I gave that one a 61. I, I got to I gotta put this at like a 61. Yeah, honestly, I liked that one because it had that green grass, red apples, and, and you did have a little bit of the malt. It was boring, and it was light. And it was watery. But it still tasted but like... at least it had some... But it tasted like Glenfiddich. Yeah. It tasted like Glenfiddich. Yeah. It tasted like Glenfiddich. Yeah. This one tastes like water. Like whiskey-flavored water. Are you telling me you're going less than 61? I think I have to. I think I have to go 60 on this. Oh, man. Because at least... I, I didn't... Yeah, he's going, I didn't to, he's like going to summer school. Glenfiddich. 
but I didn't hate Glenn Fittick 63. I didn't love it. I didn't like it. I wouldn't buy it again. Um, I definitely wouldn't buy this one again. So yeah, I'm going to go with a 60. And, uh, well, Glenn Fittick re- wholesale was like, what, 20-something a bottle? Wait, did, which what one? Did, did we get that one? Oh, uh, well, Glenn it Fittick. was $109. Yes, retail was 109 We ended up getting it in the 20s. That's why it made it, that's yes. why it, made it worthwhile. I still have two. That's why it's, that's why it's not so I still bad. I have two camping out. I still have a bottle and a half camp out right there. Well, I opened it to, I think, to taste it with you, Tim, and Adam, and uh, yep. And then that's as far as I got. That's that's kind of where it's it's kind of been sitting there. I will say with the Glenfiddich sixty three, I had a what did I have that with? I want to say it was a Fuente eight five eight Florfina, and that's really the only way to enjoy that was to uh, put something to, big as and bold. you said. As you said, bury it with a good, bold cigar. Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one gets a 60. Um, yeah, we'll put that one aside. Jeeves, you're fired. Yeah. You're fired. Let's see if we can, let's see if we can better that. Let's see if we can, uh, we can better that one with the Nika Coffee Mountain. Now, this one I like. I know I've had I've had this one before. I've had this one in London, at a small uh, whiskey shop with uh, one. Th- I, I think they said they have over a thousand bottles. Yeah. Uh, Mulroy's of Soho. So let's try some of this. This is the Nika Coffee Malt. Now, it says coffee on the bottle. Uh, Nika, obviously, we we know it's one of the big distilleries in Japan, uh, started by uh, Masuhara Takatsura. He uh, he worked for, uh, sorry, Masataka Takatsura. He oh, worked for Suntory for ten glad years. You corrected the pronunciation because fuck, if I'd have been so so backwards. <laughs> Masa, Masataka Takatsura. He started with the Suntory Distillery. Uh, he went over to Scotland. Uh, I we you know we talked. You and I talked about this guy. Went over to Scotland, learned how to make scotch, married a Scot uh, Scottish girl, came back over to Japan. Started the Suntory uh, Distillery with, um, I forget the other guy's name. And he's like, well, I want to make more Scotch whiskey, and I want to make it more like Scotland. And the guy was like, no, no, we really don't go for that. And this was like year one into a 10-year relationship. And he's like, well, I, I really want to do it my way. No, 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 you said you would do it my way. And he's like, you're right, I did. I'll give you my 10 years. And he worked with the guy for 10 years. They hated each other. But he worked with them for 10 years. He was, he, he made a deal. He honored his deal. And they worked for 10 years. And in 18, uh, or in, in 1919, Takatsura went on his own and took the coffee still that was invented by the Irishman Aeneas Coffee in 1830 and, and kind of used that to, to make his, his whiskey. So pot still... We've talked about on on the show. There's there's really two kinds of stills. There's pot still, column still, and the pot still is basically a big giant round thing at the bottom, where the mash is introduced, where the the yeast is introduced, and that's kind of how uh, the distillate gets its process. The column still is literally a stacked column of kind of chambers that distills the whiskey throughout the process. So you've got like a short stubby co- uh, uh, wash still. And then that goes in the column still, and that's where you get the distillate that comes out of that, comes down and filters out. And um, mainly used in rum, gin, and vodka, but Aeneas Coffee, an Irish immigrant over at uh, Trinity College, decided, hey, let's let's try using column stills. Now, Ireland said, uh, no, we do pot still. Only. And, and he's changing. like, no, 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 this could work. He's like, and, and Ireland's like, nope, we're not doing it. So he took it over to uh, he took it over to Scotland and and they've they've uh, Nika's used it a lot you know Nika coffee malt coffee grain Nika used a bunch of the coffee still so interesting to see the two different types we've 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 had pot still a lot because most Scotch is pot still as well very very few uh, very few Scottish or very few whiskeys 
are done using the uh, the, the column still. Yeah, I mean, most column stills are neutral grain spirits, mm-hmm. vodkas, ro- gin, yeah, rum, rum, stuff yeah. like that. Um, so, yeah, that's not a common. So I can tell you yeah. things that are, like, I know, like, so Jack Daniels is a column still just because it's the only fucking way that they can make enough of it. It right. has to be, just by, necess- just by it, necessity. It's also a... It's a continuous process. Continuous. It's not the same way as like a pot still. They're making Jack Daniels twenty four seven. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, a pot still, pot still usually a batch takes two, dist- typically takes two distillations, and then mm-hmm. you're probably gonna clean it, and you gotta, you know, it's it's just a big, it's a big process. So yeah, this um, I'm actually looking at kind of looking at a coffee still because I didn't really know much about it, but it's just a first guess kind of continuous, a very rudimentary column still Kilbegan was the only one that used it for a time and I, I don't know if they still do uh, they're owned by Beam Suntory Suntory also uses coffee stills uh, and, and most of the Japanese use coffee stills uh, I don't I don't know if Kilbegan still uses it but uh, this the Nika coffee malt that we're trying here it's a uh, 45% ABV it is made from 100% malted barley Technically, it's a not it's not a malt whiskey, it's a grain whiskey, and it's only because malt whiskey is required to be produced in a pot still, and because this is coffee, it's a grain whiskey. Hmm. So, um, so it looks like the difference is is the there's like a. I don't know. It looks like a, a column still, but the spirit and vapors that come out of the top um, go into a condenser mm-hmm. where they are condensed using cold ferment that's put into this condenser. So the, as the cold ferment is sinking down, it's getting, I guess, oppositely, oppositely affected by hot vapor and steam coming out of the still. Yes. So they literally are the cold ferments cooling the vapor and steam and and the hot vapor and steam is warming yep. the ferment and then the f- hot ferment is dumping into the top of the column still. So it's basically instead of a, a traditional modern column, column still you're feeding the ferment into the bottom and just let and right. letting it evaporate, but this it's it's feeding it's feeding it into the top of the Right. Condenser, and then condenser, it's, it's kind of dripping down. And it's condensing. It's, yeah. it's kind of pretty. It seems like a whole fucking lot to to watch. You're just yeah, putting it's, firm. It's essentially you're putting steam in the in the bottom of the the analyzer, and then the recti- the mm-hmm. rectifier is got firm. It's almost it. like it's it's almost condensing downward rather than upward. It is. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Which is uh, interesting way to make it. So let's. Uh, Let's uh, pour some of this. Yeah. And see what we got here. Hold on, I got a. I got this from a, a Bermudian, and he likes to fucking package shit over the top. So. Uh, you know he does. He does. So you, geez, let you have the bottle. Now, I mean, the bottle is kind of nice. It's uh, it's kind of a green sea glass color to it. It's kind of cool. On the back of it, they actually show a picture of the coffee still. Hmm. Um, it says, the the originality of this 100% malt expression lies in its unique distillation method. Malted barley is distilled in a coffee still, a traditional continuous still. And, and like like you said, this is why Jack Daniels does it, because the coffee still continuously runs day in, day out. And normally this is used to produce grain whiskey because the bright, the bright grains, like we, we had... Um, what is that? Baines, bright yeah. corn grain whiskey, uses a coffee still because it uh, it takes out some of that harshness to it. So uh, it says, discover this whiskey's extraordinary texture, which Nika has specially developed for whiskey aficionados. This was this is one of uh, Takatsura's very first um, very first expressions that he ever created. So it is 100% malted barley. This was his pride and joy because he wanted to make Scotch whiskey in Japan, 
So, let's see how close it comes to scotch. Okay. Nose is interesting. Nose is, nose is deep and dark. It's, it's very much scotch, malty sweetness, butterscotch. Lots of butterscotch, man. Yeah, that's butterscotch is prominent. Oh, yeah. There's a little bit of, an, like, vanilla and caramel. A little bit of caramel. Not, not a tremendous amount, but a little tiny bit. But the butterscotch is just right in your face. Yeah, I think butter, the butterscotch on this is like, boom. Man, this is, uh, the nose is really good. Now, it's no age statement, so um, no idea how old it is. Usually, the price is going to be about 70 to $72 a bottle. It's going to be up there because anything Japanese right now is going to be an extra price. Yeah, I feel like Jap- uh, Japanese whiskey is kind of hitting, hitting its, stri- its oh, yeah. stride. What do you, what would you call the color on this? Like light amber? Not maybe like dark hay, but not quite amber. How? Uh, yeah. Like dark yeah, straw. Yeah. Dark straw. The more you nose this, it almost tastes like, or it almost smells like Danish. Hmm. It kind of has like, like pastry. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of fruit, though. Not a lot of fruit. For, I mean, normally you, what you would expect from a scotch is that orchard fruit, green apples, pears, orange zest. Has, Not a lot of fruit has here. A cookie, pastry. Yeah. Almost a little bit Irish. Almost a little bit Irish. I do. I do get some. A little. I mean, little most t- gets a little bit of dried fruit. Yeah, a little bit. The more you nose this, I, I mean, this is honestly the two of the. By the way, these two whiskeys are drastically different. Oh, yeah. I like this one. I like this one a lot. Good malty uh, sweetness. Time to taste it. That's that's smooth. Wow, that's really good. See, I'm getting, I'm getting like some chocolateyness. Yes. In the, in yeah. It. No. There's there's definitely like a, a, a not a dark chocolate, but like a milk yes. chocolate. The butterscotch is still there. The, the the pastry man. This this tastes like a like a rich Danish, a chocolate Danish. Good, a good malty note to this, man. Wow. Hmm. Now, I've not sat down and drank this a lot. My wife actually had this when we went to London. Like I said, we, we happened upon a whiskey bar there. And uh, we told the barmaid that I love whiskey. My wife does not truly appreciate it. And she's like, I have the perfect one for you. And she pulled out this, and my wife loved it. Loves it. How did she drink it? Neat, with a little tiny bit of water. I like the I like the aroma. You know, and there's it's a crazy thing because I, I the, the chocolate to me on the tongue is just in, insane. Oh, it's 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 right there. Oh. It, like I said, this tastes like a chocolate Danish. But it has this mind fuck of coffee in the fucking name that I'm like. Is it there? Is mm-hmm. it there? Is it not there? I don't think it's there, but like something with the there chocolate. There is no coffee but to this. something with the None. chocolate is, it's kind of got me thinking it. There's, there's no coffee in this whatsoever. Correct. I mean, I'm with you. It's great malted 
barley, fruit, nuts, vanilla. Um, a good, a really good. It's just it tastes like a good chocolate pastry. It's really good. Finish is a little light. It doesn't linger a lot. Um, Man. It, it, it kind of it kind of fades away. But all those fruit flavors, all, all those flavors that we they were talking about, like the, the chocolate Danish, kind of just kind of stays with you. Slowly, it just slowly fades away. But it, it's 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 a good it's a good finish, not a great finish, but a good finish. Hmm. There's a little bit the very end of the finish. I get a little bit of licorice anise. Like uh, I don't know, it's got a weird, the very, very tad in, like right before. And it's the thing with the finish too. I feel like the finish is is strong, and then it all of a sudden just whoop, it's like a yeah. quick end. The, the, it is a quick end. Um, it's got a decent balance, and it's got a decent like oiliness to it, but it doesn't stick around. But I. I gotta tell you, this is a this is one bottle that I may actually say, I would go buy this just because it's. I, will, I want people to taste it. It's fucking unique. It is unique. It it, it is definitely different. I would I would definitely, I would definitely recommend this to people, and for those that, honestly, this is a great starter whiskey to introduce someone to whiskey. So Andrea Andrea had this neat with just a little zing of water. Which I'm gonna put a little. I'm gonna put a little bit of water. Well, if you put a little water in it, I I will tell you, and not a lot, it's gonna open up the caramel flavors. Cause that's what I do remember when when we were drinking this. Now I was drinking uh, Glendronic 15, the revival. Uh, and and that has some really uh, again that is a top whiskey for me. Um. Mainly so because of where I drank it, when I drank it, and who I drank it with. But it's a it's a top whiskey for me. I I, I do like this one a lot. The caramel notes come out a little more, a little bit more with the water, but the finish is non-existent. See, it totally. Sm- crushes the chocolate. Oh, yeah, the chocolate's gone. Chocolate's gone, and it turned into more of, yeah, I mean, a caramel molasses jammy. Yeah, the oils kind of, and I think it's the oils kind of bring that out. It's it's more so a. Uh, you're right. It's like it's like a caramel uh, syrup. It's jammy. Yeah, the chocolate is gone. The, even the pastry, the the like the buttered pastry is gone. It's more caramel, more um, more molasses. This is crazy. Butters- butterscotch, butterscotch actually. Solid, solid whiskey actually. Mm-hmm. I, I, do, I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's not. It's not. Um, Glendronic 15 level, but it's not bad. So Scott, tell me, tell me where you're at on this. I mean, we just we just drank a Japanese turd before. Yeah, before no, the, well, for, before this, <laughs> this is again, like I said earlier, these aren't even the same class. This is actually good whiskey. I would call this one an 80, 81. I'm going to give this one an 81. It's a little expensive for what it is. It's $70 a bottle. Uh, you can get um, Nika Pure Malt, I think, for in the 50s. You can get 
And I wouldn't recommend Centauri. Centauri's okay. Toki's okay. It's it's up there with Hibiki Harmony. It it's it's a good f- fruity floral. Actually, no. This one's more. This one's more caramel. Hibiki's a little too fruity. I'd call this an eighty-one. That's where I'd put this one. Okay. Um, what do you What do you got? So, man, I, I actually enjoyed this, and this one. So you know, I I usually never score malted barley. Anywhere close to how would I score score bourbon? Uh-oh. But I'm I'm nervous. But dude, for originality and just complexity, and not at all what I was expecting this to taste like. I was uh-huh. not expecting to pull this much like chocolate and just that I don't know chocolate caramel molasses jam um, out of freaking malted barley. Um, I, I think it's an 86. So, for me... It's pretty high. For me, I am surprised. Surprised by this. This is a... This is something that I would... Keep in the in the stable. And when... You know, that same neighbor or friend... That always seems to find his way at your house... And wants to try something di- <laughs> different out of your stash every time. Right. Every time. This would be one that I'd be like, hey, try this. And it would I would think it would blow most people's minds because it's yeah. not what you're not what you're expecting out of Japanese. Because this is the thing. I mean, even here, if I go to a, a if I go to a middle tier sushi, unless I go into New Orleans and I go to a premier sushi restaurant, I mean, even in Baton Rouge, the nicest sushi restaurants are going to have pff, harmony. Takai, right? Maybe maybe right. a Yamazaki. I mean, if you find a uh, Yamazaki, tw- the, the twelve, the, yeah. whatever the green and the yellow, or I mean, or, or, I can't remember. Yeah. I mean, if you find those, that's like rare. I mean, most of it's going to be just a down the middle. Everyday I, stuff. I've had the Yamazaki seventeen. Uh, there's there's a steakhouse near here that had. They they I, I don't know how they got a bunch of they got a bunch of Japanese whiskey and they had a whiskey tasting on the menu was Japanese uh, was Yamazaki seventeen it was outstanding it was very good I do like Japanese I recently, whiskey I sent somebody to the twelve year old mates there's a black bo- a black box and a green box one begins uh-huh. with an H not Hibiki though. And no. then one begins with a... Uh, there's there's Mia, there's Mia Giko? Mm, let me see. And I can't remember if it was James or Shan that I sent it to, because I think I, I feel like I talked to both of them uh, about it. I found it on the shelf somewhere, and it was like a, it was like a fantastic deal for, a, for an aged whiskey. Um, I want to say I sent it to Shan, but, you know. Hakusha? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hakusha. Hakusha. And Yamazaki, I think, was the two that I... Mm-hmm. Those are both Centauri? Yes, yes. Those, uh, Yamazaki is Centauri. Hakushu is Centauri. Yoichi is Nika. And Miyagiko oh. is Nika as well. Oh, my God. What? I don't know what you're speaking. I know. <laughs> so, I want to go to the Centauri whiskey page. Come on. But my computer is being... Stupid. This one, I mean, I this one I would recommend for, and I I think I actually made the recommendation in London. We met up with Ben Madden, who is not a whiskey drinker at all. He's more of a gin guy, more of a beer guy, and he was going to a Burns night in the mm. in the next like, right? Mm-hmm. I think no I, Burns night. I remember I remember you telling me about this too. And I told him, he's like, look, I got to go to a Burns night. What do you recommend that I bring? Because it, it was January. At the end of January is Burns night. And I said, well, look, are, are the people whiskey drinkers? No, not really. We're not really whiskey drinkers. But we're doing Burns night. And you got to drink whiskey on Burns night. Obviously. I said, well, look, I think you want to go with something light, something fruity, something floral. Go with Nika Coffee Malt. It is something that is going to... uh, It's going to have the soul of Scotland in it because, again, Takatsura went over to Scotland, 
learned how to make Scotch whiskey, married a Scottish girl, and wanted to make Scottish whiskey in Japan. So it's it's going to be something that, and again, there are notes in here that you get in Scotch whiskey. This almost like to me rings of the Glen Ross, where it's very butterscotch, very chocolatey. It, it it's kind of like a good Highland malt, and I really enjoy this one. I think I rated this one a little too low, actually. But I'm gonna stand by it because I think it's I think it's light. I wish the finish was just a little bit more prevalent. Maybe if this was, I think this needs to be in the 48%, 49% to make it a little more oily. It's good. It's oily on the nose, oily on the palate, and then the finish just, like, it lifts off. I mean, I'm I'm loving it. I mean, it's still... It's, it's good, right? It's fantastic. It's good. This makes me, this right, makes me want to... I'm 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 scheming a Jap a Japan a Japan <laughs> trip. I think 2023 is when the talk is. Okay. And, uh, this makes me want to make sure I carve out a day to go to go to hunting. Well, just to go to a distillery. Like I want to go see Centauri or or Nika or one of these. Places. I just I want to go somewhere and see the difference. I mean, because I've been to some of the biggest ones in America. I've been to. Mexico, been to Amsterdam. Yeah, so I want to go see the the, the, Japan, the Japanese. Hopefully, between now and then, I'll get a chance to go to Scotland with work uh, to go see someone in, Sc- so in Scotland. So, if you want, if you want to go to the the Nico whiskeys, you need to go up way up north. Hokkaido is the the large island on the north side of Japan, kind of the northern island, um, and then Sendai is where the Miyagi. Uh, the Miyagiko prefecture is, and that's that's uh, that's on the north side. So you're gonna have to go a little bit north of like you're gonna have right, to take a train see. up towards Tokyo or like up north of Tokyo. Hmm. It's about it's about two hours from Tokyo, so not too far. Two hours from Tokyo. Yeah, by train. Let's see. That's where the the Miyagika uh, distillery is. The Miyagika. So I will be. I would be in 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 Tokyo. In Tokyo, yeah. Or outside in Kyoto. I'm I'm going to go to Disney Tokyo. Of well, of course. Right. So If, if you. If you're going there, definitely check out Kyoto, which is not far from Tokyo. Uh, that's the ancient capital. It is absolutely beautiful. Oh, I can go to Kawasaki <laughs> and and, Yoka, and Yokohama. Yep, all, the two the all, two biggest bike makers. All right there. Well, Yokohama is tires, huh? Yokohama. Yeah, they do. They do make tires. Um. So where is Centauri? Suntory is in uh, Kyoto, so on on the main island of Honshu. So if you're like if you're going to Tokyo, Tokyo is not far from uh, Kyoto. Osaka is right there. Uh, it's it the big Suntory distillery is um, is in Kyoto, like in between Kyoto and Osaka. Spell that. So if if, if like if you're near Tokyo, you're not far from Kyoto. So it's like around it's around the bay of the bay of Japan. Kyoto, so yeah. Kyoto. I don't see I don't see uh I don't see it just digging. Okay, Kyoto, I see it. I'm guessing K-Y-O-T. I, Yeah, I'm guessing this is all uh, linked via train, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. No, you can definitely you can definitely get around. Like if you're in Tokyo, um you're in the like the bay of Tokyo. You can definitely find. You can definitely get a train out to Kyoto. It, it'll take you forty minutes. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe an hour. Yeah. To get up to to get up to Nika, you have to first. You have to. I mean, you're gonna have to fly, or or actually, I think you probably take a train up to um, Hirosaki, and then you probably boat from there to Hokkaido. Nick is a hike. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna take a time to get there. 
Mika's way in the, the North Island? Yeah, the North Island, Hokkaido. Okay, Near, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I see. That's where, yeah, Sapo- yeah. that's where Sapporo is. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, Sapporo, yeah. I yeah. see it, yep. Um, yeah, interesting. God dang, a little Japanese lesson, lesson there. Yep, yeah. I, I, love, I love Japan. Uh, I love Japanese whiskey. I, I think it's fun. I think it's a nice departure from spiciness of bourbon or smokiness of scotch. It, it's kind of a, a nice intermingle between the two. Interesting. Little sweet, little little bit of smoke, especially the Nika. Nika's gonna have a little more smoke than the the rest. So, if you've got some Japanese whiskey that you uh, that you have at home, definitely share that on the Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash bsea podcast. We wanna we wanna see your notes on some Japanese whiskey. If you've had the Nika, if you've had coffee malt, if you've had coffee grain, let us know because uh, they're they're pretty good. Yeah. If you have, if you have no bushi, uh, pour it down the drain. Just cut out the middle. Yeah, down. that's not so great. No, it, it, there's a reason why this bottle has been in the speakeasy for like two years, and we have I what what have we got through like half of this? Uh, yeah, not even yeah, not even yeah, half, yeah. like a third of it. Yeah, because it's it, it's yeah, it's not it's not that good. It's pretty it's pretty lousy to be honest with you. Yeah, we see. We don't praise every whiskey. No, no, no. No, it's that's it's lousy. Yeah, not very good. So, all right, Brant, um, Japanese whiskey, dude. Got to give it a try, right? I mean, no, and I, I love it. I mean, surprised by uh, Nika Coffee Bond. I mean, biggest biggest surprise in a while, for sure. Yeah. For sure. So, uh, may your time here be educational and enjoyable. Uh, Brent, we've got some great shows coming up. Uh, I'm looking forward to uh, to what we got this season. We've got. Um, are we gonna Are we gonna release the the full calendar? You know what? I'll chart out the full calendar and I'll release it on the Facebook group so that the the secret speakeasy members, the secret society members can go out and plan for what they want to drink with us. That That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, of course, we've got short, some good the, the short pours will be random and all over the place, but yeah. like, the 12, like the 12 main episodes for this season. Yeah. yeah you know what? I'll, we'll give you we'll give you a heads up. I'll, I'll chart these out. I'll put them on, uh, on a post so that you can see them, so that you can go ahead and, and get on the hunt for some of these things because we've got some great We've got some great episodes coming up. Um, next month, we're going to be drinking some Old Foresters, 1910, 1920. The 1920 is pretty easy to find. The 1910, it's getting better because they've re-released it. Thank God, because that's a really damn good whiskey. Uh, we've got some... Oh, Midwinter's Night's Dram just came out. That's uh, the Act 7, are they on now? Yeah, Act yeah. 7. We're going to be drinking the Act 6, but they're, they're pretty similar. Well, um, there's... There's word that there's one on the way. Ooh. Since Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Br- we might have a bottle in the speakeasy. Bryce was able to, to snag. He was up there. He was just there at, at the uh, distillery. So The High West? Yeah. It's a great pretty, distillery. Pretty they, they do fun things. Yeah. It, it would be a lot of fun to work there. It would be really a lot of fun to work there. Um, we... we it, one... one that you can't buy that we're going to be talking about is our barrel project. Uh, we'll we'll be discussing that a little bit more as we go on the show, but um, that's going to be fun. We got some um, we got a, a series of James Bond episodes, Mac Ten, Mac Twelve, Talisker, uh, and then something really special to come. Oh yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna be doing some Crown Royal, so definitely go check that out. The XR series and some Tennessee Tasters. We've got some. Uh, some Scotch grain whiskey, Booker. Oh yeah, Booker's is coming up. Uh, there's plenty of Booker's out there. Definitely go and make sure you check that out. And um, uh, some more, uh, some more old Foresters. So there is, uh, there's a lot of good things coming out. And you know, we'll have some short pours that come out in the near future. I'll put all of the main episodes that you can, uh, so you can check those out, so you can get those bottles uh, to join us in the Speakeasy. And uh, and drink with us because it's a lot of fun. 
sharing our thoughts, but we, we also love to hear your thoughts. So when we when we post the show notes, when we post the show, make sure you get in there and tell us your thoughts, what, what you had on the show, what you had on your, um, what you had drinking your whiskey so that we can compare because my palate's different than Brant's, Brant's palate's different than yours. For sure. I mean, this this night just proved proved to me that it's, it's almost uh, the same as in life, you don't judge a book by its cover when it comes to whiskey because yep. would have never never expected this. But um, it's it, also it says, it says coffee. It says coffee on the bottle. It doesn't taste like coffee at all. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> but delicious nonetheless. So Scott, yeah, awesome, awesome time tonight. Yeah, great time. Always, always great to have these little random nights with uh, bottles pulled off the shelf. So appreciate it for sure. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, Brent, if you came here to learn. Drink what you learn. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came in here a stranger. <laughs> May you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure. Drink, drink up. up. Come, Come by. But his vocabulary is killing this romance of mine. We get into an intimate situation And then begins this character's conversation